Aging Matters is sponsored in part by the Aging Life Care Association, an organization of aging life care professionals. Aging life care professionals offer guidance, advocacy, and support for older adults and their families in order to maximize quality of life. An aging life care professional can be there for your loved one when you can't be. More information about the Aging Life Care Association is available at www.midatlanticalca.org. Good afternoon and welcome to Aging Matters on Arlington Independent Media's community radio station, WERALP Arlington, 96.7 FM. I'm Cheryl Beversdorf, your host. Medicare is our country's government health insurance program for people over age 65 and provides insurance coverage for hospital and medical services and approved prescription drugs. The Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, also known as VICAP, provides counseling to Medicare beneficiaries and their families. Today, my guest is Michelle Thomas, who is the coordinator of VICAP, and she's going to provide information about the Medicare program and why the Medicare open enrollment season, which is going on right now, is so important. She'll also tell us about VICAP services and how counselors can help beneficiaries with Medicare-related issues. So welcome, Michelle, and thank you for joining me today. Good morning, Cheryl. So happy to be here. Thank you. Well, Michelle, I mentioned a little bit, I gave two sentences in my intro about Medicare, but you're the expert. So let's start out just by having you explain a little bit more about what Medicare is and who qualifies for the program. There might be more than just folks over 65. So elaborate on what I said in the intro. Absolutely. Uh, So Medicare is a federal government health insurance system, and it provides millions of seniors and persons with disabilities to help them pay for their health care. It's available regardless of a person's income, the state of their health condition, or where someone may live nationwide. Medicare beneficiaries may receive insurance benefits for hospital, medical services, and approved prescription drug coverage, which I'll elaborate more a little bit later. Um, And then current and past health diagnoses never bar anyone from Medicare coverage, which is really important to know. Generally, Medicare is available for persons who are 65 years of age and older, but to your point, individuals who are younger than the age of 65 and persons with end-of-stage renal disease, which is also known as permanent kidney failure, um, who require dialysis or transplants, are eligible for Medicare as well. So Medicare consists of Part A as an apple uh, for hospital insurance, and then Part B as in boy for medical insurance. So most individuals are eligible for premium-free Part A if they are 65 years of age and older, and they have worked and paid Medicare taxes for at least 10 years. Um, A person can get Part A at the age of 65 without having to pay premiums if, number one, they are receiving retirement benefits from Social Security or the Railroad Retirement Board, 
Number two, they are eligible to receive Social Security or railroad retirement benefits, but they have not yet filed for them. And then number three, if that individual or their spouse had Medicare covered government employment. And then on the other hand, a person who is under the age of 65 with the disability that I mentioned a few minutes ago is entitled to Medicare as well. And so the rule of thumb with that is if a person has been entitled to Social Security or the Railroad Retirement Disability Benefits for 24 months, Cheryl, then they are entitled to Medicare. But I also want to note and plug, and this is something that I also share within my presentations, if an individual has Lou Gehrig's disease, then their Medicare benefits begin the first month that they start to get disability benefits. Okay, well, that helps and, and even leads me into my next question, which you've partially covered in terms of talking about A and B, but let's go beyond that. What about C and D? We hear about that a lot as well. So explain that. Absolutely. So starting from the top, uh, the four parts of Medicare. So there's Medicare Part A for hospital insurance, which helps to pay for inpatient care in a hospital or a limited term skilled nursing facility, which may be following a hospital stay, for example. Part A also pays for some of the home health care and hospice care. And with that, I just want to preface and tease that out just a little bit to let folks know that the home health care that they may be thinking about is not that. So with this home health care that Medicare Part A covers, a doctor has to approve it. It has to be deemed medically necessary in its short term. So it's not someone coming in, cooking and cleaning and those types of things going to the grocery store. It's more getting the person stable and up to par. So the PTOT, you know, speech language pathology type of care is covered under Medicare Part A. Medicare Part B is the medical insurance. So for those people who are still working, which we still interface with a lot, if they have like Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, um, Kaiser, those types of things, that's something similar to Medicare Part B is in boy, and that helps to pay for services from the doctor's office and other healthcare providers, any outpatient care, durable medical equipment, and then some preventative services are covered under Medicare Part B. Want to definitely plug preventative services because that's the opportunity where folks can um, ask their physicians about getting things like cancer screenings or diabetic screenings or things of that nature. Um, and then Medicare Advantage, also known as Part C, um, includes benefits and services that are covered under Part A and B, but it can also, can also include prescription drug coverage and additional benefits like vision, hearing, and dental. I like to preface and, you know, when I think about Medicare Advantage plans and explain it to the beneficiaries I counsel, I like to think about it as bundled because it has A, B, it also has C, but it, then it can also have D, but it does not necessarily always have D. And then there's Medicare Part D for prescription drug coverage, which helps to cover the cost of prescription drugs. So I also want to say, um, and I'll tease this out a little bit later in the interview, there is additional financial assistance that's available 
for beneficiaries who have low incomes and modest assets, but enrollees pay a monthly premium for Medicare Part D. There's also the cost sharing component for prescriptions, and then the costs vary per plan. And so here in Arlington County, the range could be between $11.50, for example, on up to maybe $80.90. It just all depends. But it's based on where an individual lives as well. So under the umbrella of Medicare Part D, um, as it relates to um, the prescription drug plans, I just want to also say again that Medicare Advantage plans can have it but they don't always have it. And if you don't enroll on time, there's, of course, that whole late enrollment penalty that applies. And the late enrollment penalty can apply for the life of a person's Medicare. And that's a good segue into my next question, which is enrolling in Medicare. Yes. (laughs) And I'm told, and I think you would agree, that it's really important to enroll in Medicare before turning age 65. Am I correct? Yes, unless you have creditable coverage, but (laughs) technically, yes. And tell us more about why that is. Mm -hmm. So there is a seven-month window to enroll in Medicare, all right? So um, if you don't automatically receive notification a package, a Medicare enrollment package, welcome to Medicare package from Social Security Administration, which is our federal partner, then that is prime time for an individual to raise their hand and contact Social Security and let them know that they are turning 65 and they want to enroll in Medicare. Because when it comes to Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B, that happens through the gatekeeper of Social Security Administration. So I know that Social Security uh, Administration was low on staffing at one point in time. They've now hired a lot more people. Um, And so now they should be up to par. But again, I just want to say that if a person thinks they're eligible, has not received their Welcome to Medicare package, they need to contact Social Security Administration on their website or give them a call by phone and start the process of enrolling. Because to the earlier point, if they are not enrolling on time and they don't have creditable coverage, so if you know they have uh, coverage through their spouse, for example, or I know we talk to a lot of retirees and they have their own health insurance coverage from their employer, that's considered creditable coverage. But if a person does not have that, Yes, indeed. They need to enroll by going through Social Security Administration, or if they don't, then they'll come up, come up against that whole late enrollment penalty, which is the 10% base premium, and it gets recalculated every single year, and it is subject to the life of the insurance coverage. And I know if I can just plug a real-life true story of someone that I talked to about a week or two ago, and she was well into her late 70s, early 80s. She uh, did not enroll in Medicare Part B at the age of 65, although she had Part A. She didn't let Social Security know, you know that she had creditable coverage or anything at that time. And so when I did the calculation, 
If she were to purchase Medicare Part B at this juncture, she would have a hefty bill of about $400 per month just for Medicare Part B. And that is nothing that could be averted. So I just want to, you know, definitely plug to, if folks don't know, please give us a call at 703-228-1725. And we're more than happy to offer some counseling and support in that process. And that is a nice way of beginning to learn about your organization. So explain to our listeners, what is Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program? I'd be happy to. So Arlington County's Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, which is a mouthful, is also known as VICAP, and it's Virginia's state health insurance program. So the state health insurance program is across the United States of America to include Puerto Rico and Guam. In each state, there is a different name, and in Virginia, it's called VICAP. And so our team, which consists of staff and mostly hardworking volunteers come together to offer the Arlington County residents with Medicare support. And so we counsel on all things Medicare, the four parts of Medicare. Um, Our goal is to always educate, advocate, counsel, and empower. Like I like to use that word of empowerment because that's a large part of what we do so that we can make sure people are informed about their healthcare benefit decisions. Our team also offers guidance and assists people with filing for appeals. We want people to know their rights. We want people to be privy to and understand that there are assistance programs out there that can help them to lower their cost of Medicare overall and specifically prescription drug coverage. And that's you know geared towards something called extra help, which is a benefit offered through Social Security Administration. We work very hard to make sure people are pointed in the right direction so that they are making critical decisions about next steps of what they need to do. So VICAP is an independent program which is funded by federal agencies. We're not affiliated with any insurance industry at all. Our offices are located at 2100 Washington Boulevard on the fourth floor within the Arlington County Department of Human Services, Aging and Disability Services Division. Due to COVID-19, we're still providing assistance from a distance, but are always happy to provide support by phone, email, and we also use telehealth which is important to know. Um, But every state offers their own program. The acronyms are all different. But here in Arlington County's uh, Aging and Disability Services Division, our BICAP program is housed under our local area agency on aging. And many of the programs across the state are uh, set up that way as well. And I believe you pretty much covered the services that are provided by VICAP. If not, you can add a few more comments if that's appropriate. I also want to make sure that people understand what services are not provided by VICAP so that they don't Mm -hmm. have expectations that might not be met. Absolutely. Uh, The only thing I would add, because we are in, uh, Cheryl, we're kicking off the third week of Medicare open enrollment right now. So, uh, and I know we'll, we'll get into that, but I would be remiss if I didn't plug it here because one of the things that we offer support to right now is, um, 
we do a lot of education and walking people through the Medicare plan finder, right? So all that entails, uh, and I'll get get into that a little bit later, but we do a lot of, provide a lot of information so whereby people are informed in understanding how to assess and also switch their healthcare insurance. And I say that, and I wanted to plug that here because when I mentioned the telehealth comment a few minutes ago, that is a bulk of of what we do as well so that folks are empowered and know uh, the correct decisions they need to make during this very pivotal time. And to that point, I also want to say, you know, as it relates to what we don't do, um, when it comes to uh, individuals looking at long-term care insurance. Now, we provide guidance around and we provide resources around how people can get connected to long-term care insurance, but we're not long-term care insurance counselors. And even when it comes to Medigap insurance, um, Medig- for people who want to enroll in a Medigap policy, so we provide information and education around, you know, the next steps of what people should think about when it comes to enrolling in Medigap policies, but people have to go through a broker, right, which is individual and it's separate from our office. Um, and so we do not enroll folks into Medigap policies. And I wanted to plug that because we get those questions a lot. And, you know, I talked to someone last week who was very confused about all parts of Medicare to include Medigap policies and all of that. And, you know, one thing I did was educate uh, her and empower her so that she could know about her decisions, but then also provided a warm handoff to a few brokers that she could consider contacting so that they could go through their own assessment for her to consider whether she wanted to enroll in a Medigap policy or not. And if someone is listening and wants to talk to a VICAP counselor, is there a special process that your counselors uh, do with the folks who call to navigate Medicare? What is that process from the beginning? So our team, which consists of staff and uh, our beautiful, wonderful, lovely volunteers, uh, we're all trained Uh, certified Medicare counselors to answer questions about Medicare, Medicare Advantage, uh, Medicaid, prescription drug coverage, low-income assistance programs, and things like that. And we provide support right now during COVID by phone, email, and through telehealth. And folks can contact us by doing one of two things, which is calling our office, our VICAP hotline at 703 228-1725. Again, that's 703-228-1725 or by sending an email to our BICAP email inbox, which is Medicare Help, H-E-L-P. So Medicare Help is together at arlingtonva.us. And I also want to share that in addition to the one-on-one counseling, Cheryl, our team also conducts group Uh, presentations as well. And that's another great way uh, where we're reaching a broader audience and we're helping people to make informed decisions about their coverage options. And so, you know, that we do take uh, presentation requests. So if there are organizations out there that are looking to learn more, glean more, please do contact us 
by either contacting the BICAP hotline or sending an email to the Medicare Help email address, and we'd be more than happy to entertain and discuss next steps. And is there a fee for the services that you provide? Good question. Uh, So BICAP is grant funded, and that makes our services 100% free. Um, individuals who contact our office are provided with information and resources and guidance from all the team members who are certified Medicare counselors. And when we are talking with them, we, we can help them to enroll. We can help them to assess their coverage. Um, we offer guidance around, again, the filing appeals that I mentioned earlier, patient assistance programs which is huge because we've helped people save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars through patient assistance programs. Because sometimes, even if a person has drug coverage, um, all of their medications are not always covered under their formulary. So we look at different ways to be able to support them, get pretty creative, so that folks can help to reduce uh, their Medicare costs. But no, our services are free to the public. And you've been giving so much information already about Medicare, but sometimes there's new items or benefits or whatever provisions that need to be known. Is there anything new about the Medicare program in 2022? And would you be the VICAP counselors, would you be providing that information to beneficiaries when if they call? Oh, absolutely. We share this information about updates uh, in real time with individual during individual counseling sessions, but we also use you know prime time when we are conducting presentations to make it known because at that juncture we're reaching a broader audience, right? So um, there are some things that have rolled down the pike that are new for 2022 that I'd like to offer and. Telehealth has been huge, right? It continues to be huge. It continues to be expansive. Um, But one of the things that people may not know or realize is that telehealth benefits will remain covered until the end of the public health emergency or through December of 2023, which is great. So for those who may not know, the cost is the same as if they were going to their physician's office. It's just more convenient sometimes uh, to meet through the telecommunications, the two-way method that folks have access to while they're in their home. While we know that's not always conducive, right, Cheryl, depending upon the appointment, but when it is, uh, it's a great resource and tool to continue using. I also want to share that under Medicare Part B is in boy, CMS, who is our federal partner, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, established a permanent removal of the geographic restrictions for mental health telehealth services. And this is something new that has come down the pike as well. Um, I do also want to share, and this, this is something new that our team discovered, there is a, a Medicare Advantage plan called Innovation Health Medicare Advantage Plan that's actually being discontinued effective January 1st of 2022. So with this change, for any beneficiary who is enrolled in Innovation Health Medicare Advantage Plan, they need to take action because if they don't work with us or even on their own, 
enroll in either a prescription drug coverage or a Medicare Advantage plan, they are going to lose their coverage altogether. And so this is something that we have been talking with folks about. When I looked at the data and I looked at the numbers, it impacts almost 200 Arlington County Medicare beneficiaries. And so this is something, you know, we've been trying to spread the word about so that folks know that, you know, they need to take action and contact us or, you know, contact the Innovation Health Plan or um, contact Medicare, right, so that they can make sure they get enrolled in a prescription drug plan. Well, that's good information, and it's a good time for us to take a short break. You've been giving us so much information, we look forward to talking with you on the other side of the break. If you tuned in late, we're talking with Michelle Thomas, who is the coordinator of the Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistant Program, also known as VICAP, and they know everything about Medicare. And you are listening to WERA Arlington 96.7 FM. We'll be right back. Aging Matters on WERA is brought to you in part by Synergy Home Care. Synergy Home Care provides premier in-home care for you or your loved one throughout Northern Virginia, including personal care, homemaker services, companion and memory care, and transportation. Call 703-558-3435 or visit SynergyHomeCare.com for more information. Synergy Home Care will find a care solution to meet your needs. Welcome back. We are learning everything we need to know about Medicare today with Michelle Thomas, who's the coordinator of the Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, also known as VICAP. And Michelle, before the break, you mentioned about the open enrollment season um, for Medicare. Tell us what is that period exactly and why is it so important to beneficiaries right now? Great question, Cheryl. Yes, uh, the Medicare open enrollment period is annual. It started October 15th and it ends December 7th. We are kicking off the third week of Medicare open enrollment period. And it's the time for Medicare beneficiaries to assess their health coverage. And so our team assist people um, through all of the counseling means we talked about earlier so that they are making sure that their drugs, their prescription drugs, are covered uh, into 2022. Sometimes prescription drugs plans change. Sometimes doctors jump out of a plan's network and the physician is no longer in the practice that he was in or she was in uh, maybe in 2021 for 2022. And so we assist individuals with also researching patient assistance programs. I remember earlier I mentioned something about prescription drugs are not always covered under a person's formulary. And so we need to look at creative ways to be able to help people assess and reduce their Medicare costs. I know that I recently counseled a client who had Part D. One of her prescriptions that was prescribed was not covered. The sticker price was like a hefty $1,000 per month. And we sorted through various patient assistance programs, identified one that met her needs, ended up working with her to enroll. And so now she's saving $12,000 a year 
just on the, the cost of one of the, the medications that she was prescribed. And so this is one of the reasons of why it's critical to conduct an annual review of your Part D or Medicare Advantage plans during the open enrollment period. And that leads into when people call you, is there certain information? Because the goal here is for you to help them choose the best coverage options uh, during Mm -hmm. open enrollment. Is there good information that they should have available when they call you or when they talk so that it'll help your counselors do a better job? Mm -hmm. Well, and I also want to offer some tips, like VICAPS tips, if if I may, um, because it's important for individuals to do a few things, like checking to make sure their doctors are in their plans network is very important for the beneficiary. Um, Asking their physician's office, calling them to see if they still take their insurance is critical. Um, Another tip I'd like to offer is that they should be checking to see if their prescriptions are still covered under the plan's formulary or working with us, you know, so that we can offer and support them in their healthcare journey. When we're working with individuals, we look at the plan's deductible. We educate them on, you know, what the costs are. So the deductibles, the out-of-pocket costs that factor into the total cost of the plan that they are considering so that they can make an informed uh, decision about the plan that they choose. And, you know, as as we look at original Medicare and we compare it to Medicare Advantage options, we want people to be informed across the board so that they are making informed decisions either way. Um, Knowing that some of the plans under Medicare Advantage offer additional benefits which may or may not be conducive to where they are, right? Um, And so when people see those different options offered, we encourage them all the time to do their research, to find out if a plan that they're considering is, are, are those benefits basic or are they comprehensive? And then what do they entail? And then the, more, the most important question is, does their doctor even accept that coverage, right? So if they're wanting to enroll in a plan because they see a cooking class, well, that doesn't really matter if your doctor doesn't accept that insurance. So, you know, we, we go back to the basics, Cheryl, so that people are informed when they're making these very critical decisions. And as far as healthcare providers, is there a directory that that people can check out or a website as to whether their healthcare provider even accepts Medicare, especially if they're gonna they move to a new city and they mm-hmm. might want to need to find new physicians? What would you tell them? Right. So Medicare has what's called a physician compare tool. They put that language in Google um, on the Medicare.gov website. A physician compare tool will populate. And what we counsel and and tell folks is instead of filtering by the language, it may be internal medicine, they should consider filtering by the geriatric physician option instead because there are some physicians that opt out as a provider and no longer accept Medicare. There are physicians that pivot over to the concierge medical model Um, which then makes the pool of physicians who accept doctors a little bit more limited. And so people want to look for participating providers who accept Medicare and take assignment 
um, which means that the provider accepts Medicare's approved amount for health care services as full payment. Well, that's very helpful because I think that's probably the biggest factor as to where people are going to get their health care. I also wanted to get into, you already explained Part C or, or D. How do beneficiaries determine whether their existing Part C or D plan will meet their needs in the coming year? How do you help them make that um, determination? Great question. So the Medicare Plan Finder is our friend, um, and it is a Medicare search tool on the Medicare.gov website. And we use that with beneficiaries to walk them through the evaluation process of how they're evaluating their coverage. So individuals can go to the website, enter in their drugs, or we can do it with them. The dosages, frequencies, we select pharmacies together to be able to sort and search to see which plans you know, come up and yield the result that we're looking for to explore and consider, always taking and looking at the costs as well, just to make sure um, the costs are conducive to their budget and what they're able to pay. So during the 2020 open enrollment period, when we were working with Medicare beneficiaries at that time through Part D and also patient assistance programs, our team helped to save beneficiaries over $200,000, Cheryl, by making changes and you know working with folks to help them get reassessed and, and modify their coverage to meet their needs for the following year. So at the end of the day, it's critical to be able to work with us so that people can choose coverage carefully because it definitely impacts out-of-pocket costs and where an individual may be able to get their care. The other part that's going on right now, you mentioned a little earlier, was about the Medicare Advantage plans. You explained a little Mm bit. Tell us a little bit more about that and Also, what do beneficiaries need to know about the benefits that are offered in these various plans? Medicare Advantage um, is bundled. I like to think about it as bundled, like an all-in-one alternative to original Medicare. Um, And these bundled plans include the A, B, and sometimes D, although we strongly recommend if a person doesn't already have a prescription drug plan or they're not covered by their spouse's plan, that they should, we, we highly recommend enrolling in one, right, to help to avert that whole late enrollment penalty we talked about earlier. Um, but when it comes to these extra benefits, it's really key to know that although they are being offered, Cheryl, that does not necessarily mean a person is eligible to automatically receive them because it does not work that way. There's a lot of fine print. We encourage people to read the fine print and understand the eligibility requirements before they jump to say, I do, because of the excitement of what they see that the plan entails. Uh, So, you know, sometimes if there's... um, Going back to the cooking class that I mentioned earlier, the cooking class may be available for people who are diabetic. But on the other side of that, if your doctor doesn't provide whatever supporting information he or she needs to provide to support that, that does not necessarily mean the beneficiary will be able to uh, obtain and be eligible for that specific benefit. So do your homework. 
And is the Medicare Advantage plans, is that the same as a Medicare supplement? What does that cover? Oh, good question. So the Medigap is also known as the Medicare supplement insurance, and it helps to fill in the gaps that original Medicare does not cover. And so earlier I talked about brokers, you know, going through private companies, we can help to provide people with information so that they can be pointed in the right direction. But a Medigap or a Medicare supplement insurance plan can help to pay for things like co-payments and co-insurance and deductibles. And so it's important to know that an individual must have Medicare Part A and, Cheryl, they must have Medicare Part B in order to purchase a Medigap plan. Okay, and it's also really important to know a couple of other things. So as we move forward, uh, Medigap plans C and Medigap plans F as in Frank are no longer available to new enrollees. That's just a general reminder uh, that was put in place prior, but wanted to plug that. And the Medigap policies can help to eliminate most of folks Medicare Part A and B out-of-pocket costs, but it's also key, one last thing I want to point out with this specific question is that Medigap policies do not work with Medicare Advantage plans, and it is against the law to be sold one if a person has a Medicare Advantage plan. So people can always, you know, give us a call 703-228-1725 to talk more about that. Um, but definitely wanted to plug those tips while we're here at this question. And what I'm hearing, and perhaps you could explain a little bit more, I think sometimes people believe that Medicare is free health care. And mm-hmm. it's that's obviously, from what I'm hearing, not the case. So kind of summarize again, what are the associated costs and do they vary, perhaps, depending on where a beneficiary lives? Mm-hmm. Great distinction. So although VICAP services are free, Medicare is not. And so each part of Medicare has different costs, and they can include coinsurances, deductibles, and the monthly premiums I mentioned earlier. So most people don't have to pay a premium for Medicare Part A if they've worked that whole 40 quarters, 10-year rule. But this is the, this is definitely the time where people should you know, partner with us, and I appreciate this show to keep folks informed. Medicare Part B, though, is a little bit different. So even if a person has worked the 40 quarters, there's still a fee, Cheryl, for Part B as in boy. And so for 2021, because we have not yet received the 2022 numbers for Part B, the standard premium uh, is $148.50. Now, some people may have to pay a higher monthly premium depending upon their income. People earning over a certain amount may pay slightly more for their Medicare Part B, but there is a fee for Part B. There is a fee also for for C and D. And so that, you know, it's across the board with all other aspects of Medicare. People with traditional Medicare policies who want to purchase Part D, um, go. They can work with us, or you know, look at the Medicare Plan Finder to assess what those monthly premiums are. Because to your point, Cheryl, the costs are different and they vary based upon where a beneficiary lives. And if say there is a, an older adult that has a lower income, 
and mm-hmm. may have some issues in terms of affording uh, to enroll in Medicare. Isn't there mm-hmm. a Medicare savings programs that people could uh, apply to? Yes, great question. Uh, Medicare savings programs do assist individuals with paying for their Part B premiums, and sometimes their Part A, it just all depends. But in order to qualify, an individual must meet the certain income and asset thresholds, and that way that'll provide them with the opportunity to be considered for Medicare savings programs. The gate uh The key to applying for or enrolling in a Medicare savings program is applying for and submitting a Medicaid application. So I just wanted to plug that. Um, There's another program called Extra Help or what's called Low Income Subsidy that's offered through Social Security Administration. It helps people to pay for their out-of-pocket Medicare prescription drug coverage. And so if someone is in already enrolled in Medicaid or Social Security income or, you know, the Medicare savings program, then they automatically qualify for extra help. Extra help, in essence, helps to pay for their Part D as in drug premium. It lowers the cost of their prescription drug coverage and it helps to eliminate the Part D late enrollment penalty. That's really key to know. And for folks who are eligible for this benefit, it can save them up to $5,000 a year, which is super. And VICAP counselors could help people to enroll in the Medicare savings programs? Oh, absolutely. We do that. We do it all the time. And we're more than happy to continue that for folks who are eligible. Yes. And since you've been emphasizing about this enrollment period right now, are there deadlines and and late fees associated with this low-income assistance program that people need to be aware of? So for the extra help applications, that is something that can be done 12 months in the year. There's no deadline for that specifically, um, as there are many deadlines and enrollment periods for Medicare. But this, that is something a little bit separate because, again, in order for people to be considered for extra help specifically, they have to um, go through. They, there's one of two ways. So they can file a Medicaid application, which can be done at any time of the year, or we can work with them and submit an extra help application through Social Security Administration's website. Um, and so this is critical and key because for folks who get extra help, their Part D penalties are waived, which is huge, right? Because we talked about the other late enrollment penalties. Now, the Part D late enrollment penalty is different from the Medicare Part B as in boy late enrollment penalty. So even if a person does qualify for extra help, it helps with D, but it does not help with B because that's separate. So if you don't enroll in Part B when you're first eligible for it, you still may have to pay a late enrollment penalty for as long as you have the Medicare Part B coverage. And so, um, and also if you wait to enroll, that also delays the Part B coverage, which then does the beneficiary more of a disservice. 
So please enroll on time. You provide so much information here, so and it's really helpful. And one area yet that we haven't really talked about, which is worrisome always for older adults, is fraud and yes. scams. And so I'd like to spend a little time having you explain to us what is the Senior Medicare Patrol and mm-hmm. what does that mean? And as important, explain to us what kind of scams or frauds should Medicare beneficiaries be aware of and know about? Great question, because there's so many hot topics um, from SMP and CMS and the FBI that's actually rolling out that, that come into my email inbox. But the Senior Medicare Patrol consists of a group of volunteer organizations that are funded by the United States Department of Health and Human Services, or some call it HHS, uh, their acronym. And it consists of a team of individuals who provide an educational support to older adults on how they can prevent, detect, and report Medicare fraud, error, and abuse when you talked about the scams, Cheryl, there are a lot of scams that are out there now related to COVID-19. Um, and so scammers are targeting older adults and people with serious long-term health conditions and mental illness who appear to have a higher risk of serious illness for COVID-19. And some of the things that folks should look out for is the fraudsters are attempting to bill Medicare for sham tests or treatments that are related to COVID-19. They're targeting individuals to illegally obtain money from them. So we talk about guarding your card, and that's really critical. People should guard their Medicare card just as they do their Social Security card. And so if you have Medicare, you can protect your identity and help to decrease fraud by guarding the card and keeping it you know, putting it away. Um, Other things that people should look out for is sometimes the fraudsters are trying to steal their Medicare numbers and sometimes they call them, right, and ask them specific questions. There's a recording now, Cheryl, that fraudsters have access to. So they may call you, for example, hypothetically speaking, and ask you a series of questions. And all you do, if you say yes one time, they're recording your yes, and they're using your yes multiple times across the board um, and twisting it to say, well, she consented to this, when in actuality, that's really not the case. And so... There are so many other scams out there, um, you know, and one, one, one final one that I'd like to mention is a scam that encompasses telehealth fraud because telehealth is on the rise. And so criminals are exploiting this type of technology for fraudulent purposes. So victims should report scams to either the Federal Trade Commission they can call 1-877-382-4357. They can file a complaint on the FTC complaint website or contact the Senior Medicare Patrol who fights fraud as well by calling 1-877-808-2468. 
And thank you for mentioning that. In fact, I wanted to do a plug in March, in fact, the March 9th program of Aging Matters, I interviewed Sean Smith, who's the director of the Medicare Senior (laughs) Medicare Patrol. So folks listening could also go on the Aging Matters website and uh, on the radio page, look up the March 9th. Uh, 2021 program about uh, the senior Medicare patrol. You've been also mentioning a lot about volunteers with VICAP. Uh, yes. Tell us more about volunteering with VICAP. What, what is the process to sign up? Uh, are there requirements? What do people need to know? Absolutely. So we are always looking for uh, dedicated and committed volunteers who are passionate about working with older adults. Uh, We, of course, you know, volunteers cannot be licensed agents or licensed brokers, but they really just need to have a passion, Cheryl, dedication, have good written and oral communication skills because we interface with so many constituents in the community, but also our colleagues who are turning 65 and have questions about how their health insurance works with Medicare. We also are looking for people who are comfortable working with vulnerable populations and diverse people groups, because sometimes we counsel individuals, uh, you know, from an income lens whose income is only $400 a month. And then on the flip side, we've counseled individuals whose income is $100,000 a month. But we are, you know, that's, we, we look to provide support and counseling to individuals across the spectrum, right? So, I mean, diversity, not only in income, but diversity in race, diversity in gender, diversity in sexual orientation, right? To name a few. And so volunteers should really have flexible um, hours of which they can contribute to the program. We are providing assistance from a distance. So of course, access to technology is important. And I do want to plug that we are seeking bilingual volunteers. And so if people are interested, they can call 703-228-1725, which is the VICAP hotline, or they can visit Arlington County's website um, at thevolunteerleadercenter.org because I actually created and posted volunteer announcements on the Volunteer Arlington's website, which again is volunteer.leadercenter.org, and people can submit their interests based upon the uh, volunteer description that's posted on the website and uh, connect with us in that way. And you bring up a good point about being bilingual, and because Arlington and our whole country, for that matter, has so many folks who have come here and their status of citizenship varies, I just wanted to find out, does citizenship, is that a requirement of Medicare as well? Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Residents of the United States, um, which includes citizens and permanent residents, are eligible for premium-free Medicare Part A if they have worked at least, remember the 40 quarters, 10-year rule that I mentioned earlier, whereby they've paid Medicare payroll taxes and they're at least 65 years of age or older. Um, Legal immigrants who are 65 years of age and older who do not have this work history can purchase 
Medicare Part A, and I believe for 2021, because we haven't gotten the 2022 numbers yet, it's $471 a month. So they can purchase it after they've lived in the United States for five continuous years. So legal immigrants under the age of 65 with disabilities may also qualify for Medicare, but typically they must first meet the same eligibility requirements under, you know, I talked about the Social Security disability benefits and all of that, the, the based on work history to be eligible to um, purchase or be, be qualified for Medicare. Thank you for that question. Sure. And one final question, because we're just about out of time. You've been giving the resources and how folks can get in touch with uh, VICAP. Any other resources you want to recommend? Sure. Yep. So Medicare.gov is a phenomenal website. Um, People can also Google or on the Medicare.gov website, look up the Medicare and You handbook because that also offers information about coverage and Medicare plans, um, things that they can consider. And then they can, of course, give us a call at 703-228-1725 to reach Arlington County's VICAP program and to talk uh, with the local Medicare counselor in their area. But I also want to share that um, because SHIP is national, Um, that there is a way to get in touch with a SHIP coordinator around the country. And so if you go to SHIP, S-H-I-P as in Paul, T as in Tom, A as in Apple, TACenter.org, you'll be able to find and sort through um, the SHIP programs across the United States. Or um, if people want to call the Medicare agent that... 24 hours a day. So if, you know, midnight or on the weekends, they can call 1-800-MEDICARE and talk with an agent because they are available 24-7. Excellent. Well, I want to thank Michelle Thomas, the coordinator of the Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program for joining me today. And if you want to learn about Aging Matters, visit our website, which is agingmattersonline.com. And as I mentioned earlier, you can access all Aging Matters radio and TV show content, as well as the Apple and Spotify podcasts, which this uh, program will be posted on. Finally, Aging Matters is produced in association with Ink Mouth Media. And to learn more about that company, visit inkmouthmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Aging Matters today. And remember... Age is just a number, not a label. I'll be back again with you next week. Aging Matters is brought to you in part by Kathy Corridan, Senior Real Estate Specialist. Kathy is a realtor with KW Metro Center in Alexandria and works with seniors in Alexandria, Arlington, and D.C. to make selling their home and moving less stressful and more successful. More information is available at 703-971-7237 or ccatkw at gmail.com.